All right, guess what, guys? Guess what? Can you guess? I bet you can't. I bet you cannot guess. I got a new battery, a 9-volt battery for my headphones. You never would have guessed that, right? You're like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But yeah, I came home. I was gonna do a do a podcast tonight for the for the Tuesday morning release, and I realized I still hadn't got a battery yet. How long has it been? A couple weeks now since I didn't have a nine volt battery. So, uh, yeah, I jumped up and, and went to the store and got a battery just now, nine volt. That's what it takes. Um, I still don't have a power adapter for this thing. I need to buy one because that would be a little more convenient. I thought I would have something sitting around the house. Caleb and I looked for it uh, eons ago to um, try and get a power cord so we didn't have to worry about this fucking battery all the time. But for some reason, I don't know what it was. I think we just always forgot to turn it off. But when uh, Caleb and I were together, this battery would never last. I mean, we'd do one show, and the next show would be like, what the hell happened to the battery? There's no battery life. The, the light would not come on. So... I have somehow figured it out, and I can go, I mean, hell, I've gone probably, I don't even know what I'm on now, as far as uh, solo episodes, I think I've gone 20, what's this episode going to be, is this, this is going to be um, 45 maybe, I have to go, I have to go into my folder here and take a look. To my D drive. Let's go right here. Yeah, this can be uh, number 45. So I think I have gone 20 plus episodes solo. And I think I did all those on one 9 volt battery. Whereas previously, the previous 20 plus episodes as a duo, I think we did, I don't know, four batteries that we went through. It was insane. It was insane. But, here we go. I have a new battery. My headphones sound great. Um, I started doing the podcast uh, tonight without the headphones, and I said, man, I just can't do it. So I stopped the recording, and I, I jumped in the car, and I went to the store. I need to get some dog food anyways, guys. So it was a good trip. Got some dog food, got a 9-volt battery. So now you guys are all caught up. I got the video going again, guys. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's going to work eventually. It's going to work. But I think, again, these computers are the limiting factor. I've been looking on the, the Facebook marketplace. I've been looking at some different computers. I actually texted Caleb earlier uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, and I retexted him today because he didn't answer. And I asked him what his specs were on his, um, on his MacBook. So... I've been looking at uh, the Facebook Marketplace, looking at some MacBooks, uh, some used stuff, and um, I was trying to find out what Caleb's specs were on his MacBook because he seemed to work fine. He had no problem rendering video, so um, I got his specs. I'm going to compare it against some stuff that I've seen on the Marketplace and uh, see if we can get a new computer to make sure that I get video on every episode because I really want to do that. I want to do it for myself. And also for you guys, but for me, first and foremost, because I'm the most important. I am the most important. Ooh, that made a lot of noise, I'm sure. Picking up some change off the table. 
Um, just got back from Wine and Tapas and Homegrown Brew House, uh, 117 South Main Street, Homegrown Brew House. We have 40 taps on the wall. We do package sales as well, bottles and cans, uh, some glassware. I mean, you can kind of pretty much get anything. We got a new food menu that we started uh, two weeks ago. It's doing very well. We're going to add, um, well, I'll get into it. But yeah, went to Wine and Tapas tonight. Every Monday they are doing, and I don't know the address over there, but it's right down the road, uh, right down the sidewalk, actually, from Homegrown Brew House. So if you go to 117 uh, South Main Street to Homegrown Brew House, all you got to do is walk uh, about five businesses down on the sidewalk there, and you can get to, to Wine and Tapas. Every Monday they do an acoustic Monday with Fleming Moore and Friends, I guess is what, I don't think that's the official name of it, but that's what I'm calling it. So Fleming Moore comes out there with uh, Tanner, and uh, they're kind of the dynamic duo. Every place they go, they kind of do their thing. And um, there's a little hum. Is there a hum? Can you guys hear the hum? I don't know. I, I'm going to get back to wine and tapas, but I turned. I actually turned the um, the fluorescent light off tonight that's on the ceiling to see if um, maybe I could get rid of the hum that was going on. But I still kind of hear... I still kind of hear a hum somewhere. I'm not sure where that hum is coming from. So I don't know if it's picking up on the mic or not, but we'll see in the post editing. But I've got some sort of hum. I, I can't figure out if it's from the TV, it's from if it's from the board here, if it's from the the uh, mini refrigerator over here. I thought it was the fluorescent, but I guess it's not because I still kind of hear a hum. Maybe it's the on-air sign over here. That could be a, a new factor. Oh, I can hear it. Where is it coming from? I hear it in the headphones. Damn it. Man, I thought I figured it out. Oh, well. It's a work in progress. Uh, the sound has you know, gotten progressively better from every podcast that I've done as a solo artist here. So I'll eventually figure out where the goddamn home is coming from, but... I thought for damn sure that it was the um, that it was the uh, the fluorescent light. I'm still I'm sorry. I'm pausing for a second. I'm still trying to figure it out. I where is it coming from? It's so irritating. It's so aggravating that I can't figure it out. But I'll get there. Uh, so what was I saying? Uh, wine and tapas. So every Monday night, uh, Fleming Moore goes up there. He does an acoustic Monday. It's a, kind of a new thing they're doing. It's um, it's getting rolling. I think it's going to be a big thing once we can kind of get the word out and uh, more musicians kind of come out. And uh, what he'll do is he'll start the show off, <clears throat> kind of like what he does at Homegrown on the, the singer-songwriter uh, series on Thursday nights uh, whenever he shows up. People just come to play, you know. So you'll have some other musicians up there. We had, t- you know, Tanner's always with him. He's playing fantastic uh either acoustic or electric guitar out there. Uh, Kevin Flowers was out there today, did um, five or six different uh, solo instrumental uh, kind of route. Well, not solo because Tanner played a couple times and I I think Fleming even sat in and played the harp on a couple songs. But uh, just kind of acoustic um, instrumental type stuff and uh, very soothing, very good, very uh, talented uh, guitarist there, Kevin Flowers and had a great time. Uh, Vicky was taking care of us tonight. I think there was a, one of the bartenders was sick, 
uh, with the sick kid and sick herself. So uh, Vicky was there kind of serving the drinks and uh, she took very good care of us. Uh, Chris was there doing the food. And a small little crowd, not uh, as big as I'd like to see it. I want to see this thing kind of grow on Mondays. I know Monday is kind of a hard day to, to do things. People kind of go out for the weekend and they get tired and spend a lot of money. And then, you know, Monday comes, they got to go back to work. Uh, kids got to go to school, whatever. So it's, it's kind of hard to get things started. But we're out there and there was other people out there. So I think there's more people that could get out there. We want to start a movement here at, uh, at Wine and Tapas and kind of get this thing moving and get the place packed out. Um, originally, uh, Josh was kind of doing this thing, Josh Jarman, and they would set up on the uh, on the door side over kind of close to the door. And the bar had a real good uh, line of sight on the on the music and you could hear it real well. Uh, what Fleming has done is he moved he's moved it over to the other side where there's more room, kind of a, a dining room side to the bar there and we just need to pack that thing out man. I, I don't know what the problem is um, and, and even tonight there was a lot of people sitting at the bar and I'm thinking to myself why are you sitting at the bar you can't even see the music much less hear it um, come on come come on around the corner to the tables there and let's pack that place out on the other side and and make those musicians feel welcomed and, and warm and give them somebody to play to uh, they're also doing something cool where they're putting a, uh, running a speaker outside on the sidewalk so people can kind of hear that as they walk by and hopefully that's going to draw some people in. I know we did the same thing at Homegrown uh, this past Thursday. Oh, I'm sorry, this past Friday when uh, Dan Riley was there. He brought his own speaker and an extension cord and put that speaker out on the sidewalk and I had at least a handful of people that came in and said they, they came in had never been there they got drawn in just because of the music on the sidewalk and decided to come in and check it out. So it definitely works. We're going to do that more often, I think. Um, hopefully this Thursday and Friday um, and Saturday, because we're going to have music on Saturday with Paul Stone. Uh, we're going to put some music out on the sidewalk and draw those people in as well. So uh, speaking of that, I just mentioned it. Paul Stone uh, project, Paul Pietrofesso, is going to be uh, playing a gig on Saturday at Homegrown. He's doing a CD release party or some single release parties, something, you know, digital media, whatever. He's doing some giveaways where you can get some free uh, downloads of that music instead of paying the 99 cent or whatever. You can uh, get a free download. So um, that's going to be on Saturday. He normally plays the fourth Friday of the month at Homegrown, but uh, this is going to be the fourth Saturday of the month. And... He's actually coming on the podcast. He's going to be my first musical guest on uh, since the split of uh, Caleb and I. He's going to come on this Wednesday evening. We're going to record a podcast. He's going to play a, a few tunes for us. Hopefully I get the video working so you can see all that in all its glory. If not, you'll at least hear it. And we'll release that Friday morning so you'll be able to, to kind of hear it and, uh, and get jammed up for what's going to happen on Saturday. So... Looking forward to that. Paul's a great guy. Um, I was supposed to have another guest in here on Tuesday, tomorrow night. Well, it'll be tonight if you're listening to this uh, tomorrow morning on Tuesday. So we're supposed to have Joshua Jarman coming in. He's got an album that just dropped, and he wanted to promote that guy. Had a conflict, uh, scheduling conflict, so I'm not going to be able to get him in tomorrow. We've got uh, him scheduled for next Tuesday. So... Uh, the next Tuesday, 
we'll have Josh Jarman in and I'll release that next Friday. So that will be the 20, no, I'm sorry, that's the 30th, 31st, one, two, I think that'll be the 2nd of November. So Josh Jarman will be coming out then. Paul Stone will be coming out uh, this Friday, which will be the 26th. And then he'll be playing at Homegrown on the 27th, so get on over there. Don't wait for the podcast. Just go ahead and make your plans now to, to come out to Homegrown on the 27th and watch Paul Stone. Uh, come check out our new food menu. And uh, Caleb and I were talking tonight. <laughs> we're, uh, we're looking at adding a uh, special item to the menu. We were kicking around some ideas tonight, so stay tuned for that. Uh, it's going to be very island-inspired, and by island, I mean the Hawaiian Islands. So, you know, send me some guesses on what you think that might be. Uh, craftconversationspod at gmail.com or uh, my Facebook page or Instagram. You can make a comment on Podbean, on YouTube, on uh, Spotify, on Apple, iTunes. But send me a, a, an idea of what you think that uh, special menu item might be from the Hawaiian Islands. So we're going to put that on the menu very soon. We're going to do a special day, hopefully. Uh, we talked about maybe doing some trivia to kind of go along with it. So a lot of ideas floating around. We're trying to do new and exciting stuff over there at Homegrown and trying to to just try and broaden the horizons of what Homegrown is and uh, just make it a better place for everybody, for us, for you, excuse me, for all the other patrons out there. So Homegrown Brew House, 117 South Main Street. If I haven't said that before, get on out there. I work there. Caleb's there. We're going to start doing some podcasts from there eventually. It's a great place to go. Um, let's see. What else we got going on? Since we are doing ads, I guess we could do an ad for the Keto Dojo. It's on Facebook. You can uh, go to Facebook. Just go up to the search bar and type in the Keto Dojo. And it should be the first thing that pops up. Get in there. We're doing great stuff. Uh, we're trying to venture away from just doing the ketogenic diet. We want to kind of incorporate some other uh, ways of eating. We're trying to incorporate intermittent fasting and prolonged fasting and some different things. I'm, I'm posting a lot of good science and videos up there right now. But hold on. Let me take a sip of my uh, New Belgium Tangerine IPA, Citradelic. I've drank it before. I'm drinking out of a bottle tonight. Um, that's the only thing that was in the fridge at the moment. So Tommy had bought it, my roommate. Said I'd bring one up and just uh, kind of wet my whistle. Wet my whistle. Uh, what was I saying? So the Keto Dojo, yeah. So it's exciting news, man. I went to, and I didn't look it up. I should have pulled this fucking page up before I started talking about it. Um, I'll see if I can pull it up while we're doing it. But I went to a VA appointment this morning. Um, first time I've been there in two years. I'm supposed to do an annual follow-up, but they never called me. They, they normally call me every every year and say, hey, you're due for your annual follow-up. Go ahead and make an appointment and come on in. They didn't do that this, uh, this past year or this year. Well, I guess they did do it this year. That's why I got the appointment. But... Last year, they didn't do it, so I kind of skipped that appointment, and it's not like I needed it, but it's kind of cool just to kind of follow up with those guys occasionally. 
Um, and you know, annually, annually is a good thing to kind of get your physical and get things, uh, get some blood work done and just have your ticker taken a look at and your prostate and you know, all this kind of stuff for a man. So this was my uh, annual follow-up, which is uh, a year late. What was I looking at? Hold on just a second. Let's see. VA. I'm not going to say the rest of the words so you don't know what I'm talking about. But So I went in there today, and um, last time I was there, I guess, according to their records in the scale, which, you know, I had my phone in my pocket, I had my clothes on, jeans, a t-shirt. Um, I even had a jacket on at this point. So um, what it showed was that I had lost 33 pounds since the last time I was in there. But really, realistically, it should have been about 40 pounds because, as you all know, I've talked about it on previous podcasts, I've lost uh, 50 pounds on the keto diet and uh, with fasting and stuff like that in between. And uh, I put it on about 10 pounds. Um, I thought I got maybe a tad bit too lean, I thought. And um, so I decided to go ahead and put 10 of those pounds back on. So now I'm, I'm kind of at about a 192, 194 range at, you know, at a 6-1 frame. So I feel like that's a good spot for me. But anyway, um, their records show that I lost 33 pounds. So... The, the doctor that I see over there, a uh, German guy, I won't say his name, but he was super impressed. He's like, wow, what have you done? You know, I haven't seen you in a while. You look great. You look fantastic. You've lost uh, 33 pounds since the last time we saw you. Um, all your markers look good. Your blood pressure is fantastic. What have you been doing? So I told him, you know, what I've been doing. I told him about the ketogenic diet. I told him about the intermittent fasting, uh, the extended fasting, um, you know, high healthy fat, low carb, all those types of things. And he's like, man, that is fantastic. And that's, uh, you know, all the science is really showing that that's a, a great way to go and kudos and you're doing a great job. And he, he gave me a high five. He shook my hands like four or five times. I uh, was telling his nurse about how the great job that I'd done. We we're walking down the hallway. He's telling other people, hey, this guy's lost 33 pounds. He was literally jumping up and down and, and kind of doing stuff. So he was super excited about what was going on with me and uh, was really excited, so excited, in fact, that he said, you know what, we've got this thing called the MOVE program uh, with the VA where we're trying to get uh, veterans to lose weight and to get in shape and, uh, and improve their, you know, um, get rid of their diabetes or type 1, type 2 diabetes and uh, to fight uh, PTSD and epilepsy and seizures and um, dementia and Alzheimer's and all these kinds of things, and he said, "I'd like to, I'd like to um, recommend you to the person that runs the Move program here in Charleston, that maybe you could help to sit in on that program and tell your story and, and give some background and some science and some teaching." on what you have done to improve your health and to improve your and, uh, body composition, to lose weight, to get healthy, to get fit. And we would like you to kind of pass that on to the veterans here in the low country. So that was a cool thing. So I'm looking it up. It's called the MOVE, uh, M-O-V-E, exclamation point, weight management program. Or you can look it up on, on the internet, on the interwebs. It's uh, www.move.va.gov. 
It's a uh, Department of Veterans Affair program. It's about eating wisely and uh, striving for a healthy weight by eating wisely. So they have asked me to be part of that program and to kind of give some of my insight and some of my wisdom and some of my knowledge that I've gained uh, just from self-study and those type things and, and my my background in, in fitness and wellness from 21 plus years in the military, uh, working in the physical and occupa- occupational therapy fields. So that's exciting. Uh, they're going to be getting in touch with me and, and talking to me about what we can do to get together and, and kind of help make this program more successful than it already is. And, uh, and it's great. I'll be giving back to the local community and as well as giving back to the, to the military, which has given so much to me over my life and um, kind of really shaped me into the person that I am. You know, it wasn't the only shaping that I had. Of course, my parents and, uh, you know, various um, educators and teachers throughout my education and uh, just people in general, um, I don't know, YouTube, Facebook, um, podcasts, um, education, you know, formal education, just a lot of different things. Uh, even my son, you know, my oldest son, Brian, in the health and, and the fitness wellness industry has given me some insight and some, some new ideas. So all these people combined, all rolled into one, has helped shape me into uh, the person that I am and um, helped me stay healthy and fit and whatever. So I want to pass that on to these veterans and hopefully help out some people that are struggling with their weight, with their health, with their fitness, with their mind, whatever. I just want to help people. That's what I'm out here for. That's what this podcast is all about, to help some people. Not some people, a lot of people, hopefully. So hopefully I'm going to get involved with that MOVE program. I'm waiting on a, a phone call from somebody. I have, I have another in at the VA facility with a, a, a friend of mine that is going to put me in touch with uh, whoever runs that program down there. So more to come on that. And I want to incorporate that into this podcast. I want to incorporate that into the Keto Dojo, which now has 434 members. I think the last number I gave you guys was 420. Uh, When we hit that number, uh, we're now at 434, I think, as of today. I can take a look real quick and just make sure that's an accurate number. But doing good stuff, you know. It's all about helping people. 433, I'm sorry. One uh, less than what I thought, so... And with that, it's motivated me to kind of dial myself back in and, um, I don't know, I mean, I kind of, some people call it lazy keto, but I've kind of, I wouldn't say falling off the wagon or falling off the rails, I just, I'm flexible, you know, I'm metabolically flexible, I kind of go back and forth between a little bit low carb, kind of medium carb, maybe even some high carb occasionally. But I think uh, I'm, I'm metabolically flexible, where I can kind of, kind of dip in and out of ketosis, and my body handles it okay. So, if you can get to that point, that's great because then you have more freedom and you have more uh, leeway on uh, the types of foods that you can eat. But <clears throat> so anyway, that all started off as a as a ad for the Keto Dojo. It's on Facebook. Get out there, take a look at it. Uh, people are having great success um, all day long, man. People are having 
they're changing their lives and that's what i want to do with these veterans so hopefully that's going to come to fruition again more to come on that so more to come on that but i mean more to come well let's let's take a look let's dive a little bit deeper into this thing so what is move move is a weight management health promotion program designed to improve the lives of veterans moves core ideas are encouraging 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 healthy eating behavior increasing physical activity and promoting even small weight losses it's easy to follow based on the latest in nutrition science with the help of our of your move care team you can reduce health risk prevent and reverse certain diseases improve your quality of life and even live longer so that's what I'm trying to get involved with, guys, and um, I hope it comes. Uh, I hope it turns out to be something because I really want to help people. That's my number one goal, really. And I'll tie all that in uh, at the end here with the, of course, a Tuesday or Monday post by David Goggins. Of course, it'll be on a Tuesday release of the podcast. But so we'll tie kind of that fitness and and move and nutrition thing into some David Goggins here in a minute. Um. What else uh, do I have here in my notes? So we talked about one in tapas already. Uh, my VA appointment, we talked about that already. So everything's looking good. Um, I did a ton of blood work. The guy asked me, you know, what kind of blood, if any, what kind of blood work I wanted to do. And I said, well, I'd like to do any and everything you can possibly do. I said, but the number one thing I'd like to do is I would like to do um a test on I'm not sure what the test is called but it's a blood test where you can test your vitamins and minerals and see where you're deficient or not deficient if that's the case and he said you know what that's the only thing that I can't do for you I cannot uh, run that test without um, without good reason to do so and I'm thinking to myself well the good reason is because I want it done because I've been doing this keto diet I've lost 33 pounds according to your your scales and uh, to your records um, I'd like to get it done just to see how everything looks, you know, from what I'm doing, if I'm deficient in anything or if I'm meeting all my nutritional needs. But he wouldn't do it. So we did about, uh, I think, five different blood tests, but that was not one of them. So I'm not going to get the vitamins and mineral tests done. Hopefully I can go out to the base and get that done on my TRICARE Prime insurance. But so we're doing... Uh, about five different blood tests, and then we're going to do, uh, well, not we're going to do, we did do a pee in the cup. We're doing a urine test as well, so that'll test some different things too. So hopefully I get some good information back and kind of see, you know, the diet that I'm doing and, and the way of eating and the, the, the lifestyle that I'm living, if uh, it has improved all my biomarkers and to see how, how healthy I am. So looking forward to that. So that's the VA appointment today. Um, let's see in line with that my, my older brother Bruce he did the uh, the Myrtle Beach half marathon this past weekend 13.1 miles he did it in an hour and 51 minutes my goal for him which I thought he could, could meet was an hour and 50 minutes his goal that he was shooting for I think was an hour and 55 minutes he came in an hour and 51 so that's fantastic he did a great job um, I had made a comment to him <laughs> on his Facebook page. He had uh, he had posted the night before this giant pizza that he was eating and, of course, drinking some beer and stuff. We, we love our craft beer. And I made a comment that you're still 
quote unquote running on carbohydrates because I don't do that anymore. You know, when I go out and do a Spartan race or do an endurance event, um, I am running um, on it fat adapted at this point. So I'm, I'm on it, running on ketones and fat adapted, using fat as fuel. I don't carb load and do all that kind of stuff that a lot of people do, uh, still do these days, um, carb loading and things like that. So I just made a kind of a snide comment because I thought it was funny. And he said, yes, I'm still running, meaning I took it to mean, I don't know what he meant by that, but I took it to mean that uh, you're not running anymore, so just shut your damn mouth and don't uh, make any comments on what I'm doing because I'm at least out here still running. And, you know, it's a solid point. So I said, okay, it's a solid point. You're out there still running. Well, guess what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to challenge you to a run and let's see let's see if your carbohydrates or my fat adapt fat at that fat adaptation uh takes the cake and let's uh let's both train for a ultra marathon i threw it out there to him uh to do an ultra marathon down in the lower part of south carolina off of an island uh 40 mile race in uh january well I threw down the gauntlet, man. I'm like, come on, let's do it. And that was going to force me to get back into running and to really uh, do some hardcore training again, which I haven't done um, in almost a decade. And guess what? Bruce has something to do that day, I guess. He's got uh, he's running the uh, Charleston Half Marathon the week before that, and then he's got something a week after that. So, he, And I think something that same weekend. So he's kind of tied up and... I was kind of disappointed because I was really looking forward to maybe getting out there and doing a an ultra marathon again. It's been a long time. Um, I think 2012 maybe was the last ultra that I did. You know, I do Spartan races and things like that. So I I still do some endurance events, but uh, I was looking forward to getting out there and just doing a straight running event. I was going to train from now until January. That was going to give me plenty of time, three months to you know 12 weeks or so to really kind of dial in and, and get get ready for it it's going to be on an island kind of uh, off trail and uh, some pavement and stuff as well but it doesn't look like it's going to happen i could do it by myself but that's no fun although the very first uh, 50 miler that i did was all by myself and i had a blast just being on my own and, and being on my own head the uh, next couple ultras that I did were with my son, Alec, and uh, that was good too, but we didn't stay together, so I mean, I was pretty much on my own as well there, so even though I had somebody with me, I was still alone, so what can you do? What, what can you do? can do, right? You go out there, if you stay together, you stay together, if you don't, then uh, you're on your own, so... I don't know. I'm kind of rambling tonight, man. I don't know. I'm tired as hell. What time is it? I don't even know what time it is. It is 12.53 in the a.m. Um, I had a phlebotomy today. Uh, for this, uh, you know, I've talked about it before. Again, it's, uh, you know, I have a blood disorder called uh, polycythemia vera. I went in uh, two months ago. Uh, that was that was on a, a four-month cycle at the at that point. Went in and had my levels tested of my hematocrit, uh, which is my hemoglobin, uh, red blood cells, essentially, and uh, 
level is high as is ha- as it has been for the past uh, you know three cycles that I've gone in, and uh, the doctor said, you know what, it's been consistently uh, high on this four month schedule. So what I'd like to do is schedule you to come in every two months for the next uh, three cycles and see if we can kind of get this thing under control and get these uh, hematocrit levels back down to a, to a normal level because at the moment they're just, every time you come in, they're too high and you're at risk for a uh, heart attack and stroke and these types of things. So I'm going every, every two months now. So this was my first one at, at the two month level and then I've got another one in the next two months and then one more in the next two months and then I'll have a follow up to kind of see if things have uh, decreased as far as red blood count and the, the, the viscosity of my of my blood, I guess. So I did that today, so I had a phlebotomy. Every time I do that, it kind of makes me a little bit anemic uh, when I go in, so I feel like crap afterwards. And I wasn't horrible today compared to what I have been, which is a good thing. Um, I didn't feel too great you know, when I first went in today and then I had the phlebotomy done, you know, phlebotomy is where they just kind of take a lot of blood out of you to kind of thin, thin the blood out and uh, decrease that, that red blood count to where it's not, uh, you know, too viscous and, and too thick. So I did that today and, uh, it, it kind of, man, it takes a lot out of me for some reason. I get real big headaches. I think my blood flow just kind of increases and I have more blood going to the brain, more blood going to the heart. So my heart starts to, to kind of increase. You know, when when I was in the, um, the VA this morning, my heart rate was like 54, which is superb. I mean, uh, the average person's heart rate is about 72 beats per minute. Uh, mine was going at 54 this morning. And then when I got to my uh, cancer center appointment for the phlebotomy, it was about 64 or 61, I'm sorry, when they tested it. Well, as soon as I get the phlebotomy done and the blood starts flowing a little quicker, uh, my heart rate starts to increase. Um, I end up having more pounding in my head and my head kind of aches. And um, I don't know, just, uh, it's a lot. It's, it's a pain in the ass. Let's just put it that way. But so I did that. I don't even know what my point was. What was my point? My point was, I guess my point was I just had a phlebotomy this morning, so I was just letting you know about that. And what was my point? I had a point. I don't know what it was. My point was. My point was it's 12.57 at night now. I'm not feeling super hot because I had a phlebotomy. I guess that's what my point is. So I'm trying to... uh, I'm just trying to get something out there for tomorrow, so that's all I'm trying to do. Um, with that said, I'm not going to keep you guys all night. I'm not going to keep myself all night because I need to get to bed. I have to work tomorrow, and I'm not feeling the greatest, really. I do have a new shirt on, though. I don't know if you can see it in the video, if we can get the video going. I made me a, a shirt, a Craft Conversation shirt. So, got Craft Conversations logo on the on the left breast here on the front. I got a Carolina blue shirt. Feels very nice. It's very comfortable. On the back of it, if you've seen my business cards, <clears throat> I'll pull one out of my pocket. Nope. Yeah, I do have one in my pocket. I'll pull one out. Kind of put it up to the camera here and see if you can see it. You've probably seen it on the video uh, before. I'm going to 
dial way in here. Hold on. So that guy, if you saw it on the video, the back of my business card, that's what's on the back of my shirt. So, and it's kind of the kind of a similar color, really, to the shirt. So, kind of worked out good. Um, I like it. I think I want a little bit different shirt. If you've seen me wear some of the shirts on the podcast, uh, one of the shirts I wear is a Paragon Athletic shirt from uh, my son Brian out there in Flagstaff, Arizona at Paragon Athletics. That's where he works. I've got one of his shirts. I think it's a next level shirt. I believe it is. And then I also have a shirt from a band that uh, was around a while ago called the Ands. And that's the band that uh, Slayton Johnson was in or that he fronted. He was the lead singer and guitarist of the band. And uh, that shirt there is also a next level shirt. And I think, um, and matter of fact, Slayton does the music for this show. If you listen to the intro and the outro music, that's Slayton Johnson of the Ands. So. Those two shirts, the Paragon Athletic shirt and the Ann shirt, are both, I believe, the same company called Next Level. I love them. They fit phenomenally. They are super light, uh, thin. They have a, a great texture to them. They feel very soft and just perfect shirts. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take what I did on this shirt, modify it just slightly, and uh, do that on the Next Level shirt. So if anybody's interested in the shirt, if you can see this on the podcast, um, you can see the, the chest here. I'll, uh, I'll stand up and kind of get a back a back shot here um, if I can. Ugh, this chair is in my way, but that's the back. If you can see it, maybe not. Who knows if I'm going to get video going. And uh, I'll put these, I'll put the front and the back of the shirt on the Instagram when I post this tomorrow. So you'll see it. Don't worry. If you don't get the video, I'll get it up on Instagram. I got the pictures of the, uh, you know, when I was designing it, so you can still see it. And, you know, you might not even care, but if you do care and you like the design of the shirt and you think you would like one, send me an email, craftconversationspod at gmail.com, or you can uh, send it on Facebook or Instagram or podcast or Spotify or Apple iTunes. Send me a message saying, hey, man, I love the shirt. I like it. I'd like to advertise for you. I'd like to wear one. I think it would be cool. It's a great shirt. Send it. Send me the message, and um, we'll see what we can do to get one out to you. All right? So we can do that. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, We're 38 minutes in. I know you guys love it when I tell you how far along we are. Um, We're going to do David Goggins, and we're going to close this bitch out. So, all right, here we go. Again, I have not read this yet, so I apologize if I, uh, if I skip over some words or I mess things up or I don't uh, quite get the tone of what he's saying, but we're going to try it out. I'm going to drink a little sip of this beer real quick, and then we're going to go into it. All right, here we go. So on this one, he's got a little disclaimer. Do not overthink this message. That's in big capital letters. So let's see what he says here. There are a lot of us who love finding a way out. Once an issue arises, whether it be medical, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, etc., we take that easy out. We don't try to find a way through, over, or around the fucking issue. 
I was born with a few medical issues that I had to figure out a way through and around to get where I am today. One of the issues I deal with is Raynaud's disease. I got this from being in Hell Week. I'm sorry. I got this from being in three Hell Weeks, going to Ranger School in the wintertime in tons of cold weather and water training throughout my military career. Whenever my body gets cold, it goes straight to survival mode. All the blood in my body goes through straight to my core to protect my major organs. So it tends below 55 degrees, my hands and feet are fucked. For several years during my winter runs, I layered my hands with five pairs of gloves covered with a wool sock on top with little relief. I could have easily taken a different route. Instead, I still chose to run in races like Frozen. Races like Frozen. Wait a minute. I could have taken... <laughs> I always fuck this up. I could have easily taken a different route. Instead, I still chose to run in races like Frozen Otter, where the temperature was 10 below zero. I recognize a lot of people have different medical and physical issues. Some are permanently disabled. Others have some limitations that truly limit their physical capabilities, etc. A lot of people comment on my post. What do I do if I have XYZ issue? My response is this. I am not saying to be me and do what I do. I am not. Oh my God, I fucked this thing up so badly. A lot of people comment on my post. What do I do if I have XYZ issue? My response is this. I'm not saying to be me and do what I do. I am saying do whatever it is you can possibly do given your particular and unique situation. Challenge yourself in a different way. If you happen to be in a wheelchair and your arms still work, try doing a 5K and get your upper body jacked. For me, I struggle to learn in a traditional classroom setting and with reading comprehension. Some people can hear something and it all just clicks. Yeah, well, that isn't me. I need to get my books in advance of classes and spend endless hours writing the content from the textbooks word for word in countless notebooks. I need to rely on my ability to recall the content from having written it over and over again. Don't let whatever disability you have, be it mental or physical, cause your mind to close to the possibilities. There is always something we can do to better ourselves. We must never, ever, ever feel sorry for ourselves for whatever situation we are dealing with. Once your mind closes, you will become a prisoner within your own mind and unable to unshackle it. So there you go. Whatever your limitations, whatever your disability, whatever your um, struggles, your obstacles, find a way over them. Find a way to get over them. You know, I run Spartan races with my sons. Um, and my ex-wife, actually, we ran, and, and countless friends, we've done these Spartan races. But uh, you get out there and you, you know, you run a, let's say, a Spartan sprint. It's a three-plus-mile race. you got 20-plus-mile obstacles. You run a Spartan super. You have eight-plus miles. You have 25-plus obstacles. You run a Spartan beast. You have 12-plus miles. You have 30-plus obstacles. Well, guess what? You get out on that course... You got you got two options when you come up to an obstacle. Number one, you can fail that obstacle and you can uh, you can do a penalty, or you can get over that obstacle, or get around that obstacle, or get through that obstacle, get over that obstacle. Whatever that obstacle is, you have to somehow conquer it. 
How do you do that? Well, number one, you do that by training for those obstacles before you even get there. That way you're mentally tough, you're physically tough, you've trained on it, you've, uh, you've experienced it, you've, you've done it. It's no big deal when you get out there and you see that obstacle right in front of you in real life, in real time. Uh, number two is you find um, a way to modify and get yourself over, under, around, uh, through that obstacle as well. Um, sometimes that's with help from somebody else. Sometimes you cannot physically do that obstacle. You have to have help from somebody, but guess what? With help from that somebody, you get over it. You do it. So whatever the obstacle is in life, whatever the obstacle is in whatever race that you're doing or event that you're doing, you just got to find a way. You have to mentally and physically find a way. Don't give up. Get through However, you have to get through, whether it's with one hand, two hands, all four uh, hands and feet, uh, a, a buddy helping you out, um, um, a wheelchair, if it, if it must be a wheelchair, if that's what you're bound to, find a way through those obstacles. You can do it. It's, it's usually just a mental block. That's the biggest thing. It's not even a physical block. It's mentally. You don't think you can do it. Train, get through it, get over it, get under it, get it through it, get uh, around it. Don't let obstacles stand in your way. Don't, don't let obstacles stand in your way. That's, I guess that's the key. <sighs> I don't know. That's the theme. That's what, uh, that's what Goggins is trying to say. You know, you have limitations. You know, you have uh, six fingers instead of ten. You have, <laughs> you have one foot instead of two. You have uh, no legs. You're in a wheelchair. You're uh, you're mentally a little bit uh, handicapped. You can still get over any obstacle that's in front of you. You just have to find a way. You have to modify. You have to adjust. You have to accommodate. You have to find find a way. I think that might be the name of this episode. Find a way. All right. As always, I love you guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. I would appreciate any feedback that you have. Um, hit me up on all the, the platforms I've already mentioned uh, twice here in this episode. Let me know what you think. Let me know where you want me to go from here. Get ready. Paul Stone coming up and uh, on Wednesday. You're going to hear his episode on Friday. He's going to play some good music for us, some blues. I'm looking forward to that, man. We're going to have some guests back here sitting across the table from me. It's um, been way too long, and I am so looking forward to it, and I hope you are too. I love you guys, and I will talk to you guys very soon.